Blog Talk Radio. Hello, 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 and welcome to Creating a Championship Standard of Living. I am your host, Mr. Miles W. Miller. People, today is March 26, 2011, and it is the final weekend of the first quarter of 2011. People, this year is moving at rapid pace, and I'm so thankful that each week we come back here, and, and I know you can be anywhere else in the world right now, but you choose to spend your time here with me at 6 p.m. each week, and I am so thankful to have you here. And please know I don't take you for granted. I love you. I'm praying for you all as always. And before we go any further, I turn this show over to God's Holy Spirit so that we all get what we came for, and that's a move of his spirit. People, tonight we're going to continue uh, where we left off last week at um, with overcoming hard times. Um, a lot of people are going through a lot of, a lot of difficulties right now, and I want to give you the blueprint and some intangibles to help you overcome hard times and, and, and actually realize a championship standard of living for yourself. So I want you to stay tuned, relax, get some, um, get a good writing pen and a, a pad, get ready to take some dynamic notes, and I'm going to light you on fire tonight. But before we go, go that route, we're going to actually listen to an uh, inspirational song, a motivational moment, then I'll be right back. Somebody needs to hear that in the midst of your situation, in the midst of your storm, it's your faith. Yes, it's your faith that will help see you through. Work your faith, people. Work your faith. My brothers and sisters, bring your problems. To the altar and leave the your burdens there. Though, though you're troubled, God is able. God is able. Just work your faith. That's all you gotta do. Just work your faith. Listen, free. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how grab a hold of
again, I'm uh, just completely honored to um, to be before you today. And uh, our lesson today um, is 10 steps to staying true to yourself. 10 steps to, to staying true to yourself. Um, I came up with this topic late last night, actually in the wee hours of this morning. Um, if many of you may have seen my Facebook posting uh, where I posted um, a comment about being true to myself and how I uh, I actually had to apologize to myself for not being always being true to myself. Um, and I think that it's really important for each and every one of us to understand that we are unique. We are we are not like everybody else. We're not normal. And because we're not normal, we can't expect to do what normal people do and have gratification or happiness or joy doing those things. We have to celebrate that uniqueness that's what's inside us. Uh, a guest we had on uh, a couple weeks ago, Mr. Ronald Wilshire uh, down in Houston, Texas, you know, told us to celebrate our uniqueness. And, and that's one thing I'm going to continuously promote, to celebrate the, the, the identity that God has given you, the, the separateness that God has given you, the, 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 that, which is, that inside of you that will allow you to stand out and not blend in. Because you weren't put here to blend in, you were put here to stand out and lead. So, let me get started with our lesson. Um, ten steps to staying true to yourself. Step number one, and I believe this is the most important step to staying true to yourself. Step number one, keep God's image of you in your heart. Keep God's image of you in your heart. Keep God's image of you in your heart. A lot of people battle with low self-esteem, they battle with uh, a bad vision of themselves, and they, they struggle to, to really find their way in the world, and they, they get confused and misled and led astray and run amok, things like that. And the one thing that would keep people grounded is that if you knew that the creator of the universe created you in his likeness and image, how could you ever fall for the okie doke when somebody told you that you, you're less than than, than great, you're less than phenomenal, you're less than the best? If you truly, when you truly know who you are, when you truly know who you are, when you, know, you truly know what you are, nobody can come and tell you anything other than that. Immediately you understand that that's a false. That's not the truth. If somebody tells you something contrary to what the Creator says you are, that's a farce. That's not. That is not the truth. So, in understanding that, it is utterly important to stay locked on the image that God says you are. You're creating His likeness and image. You're creating His likeness and image. Not like a dinosaur, not like a donkey, not like a horse, not like a bear, but in His likeness and image. You have been put here for some dynamic stuff. You have been put here to do some things that, that only you can do. Your life is important. Your your existence on this earth, your existence in this universe, in this universe is very important. So you have to stay focused on the fact that you were created to create. You were created to, to repair. You were created to, to do something dynamic. You were created to do something awesome. You were created to do something unique. So you have to celebrate that uniqueness because God saw something in you that when he created you, he created you to solve a set of problems that nobody else can solve. So keep that in your in your heart that you are put here for
for a special assignment from the Creator. There's a book that I wrote uh, with you in mind and with myself in mind because being a dreamer, being a visionary, sometimes we can go through life and we can see good things and we get visions. We, we don't, we're not common people. We're not, you know, we don't see things the way normal people see things. So we, we get visions that are that are far out and, we, and, and it's sometimes it's scary to, to think about that stuff. But in the power of conquering fear, I gave a five-step plan for how to overcome fear, how to conquer fear, how to move beyond that fear. There's an old saying that the difference between a, a, a coward and a hero is that the hero was, was brave for five minutes longer. And that's my plan. Get, make sure that you stay brave. Just just those five minutes can change the whole course of your life. And my goal is to give you five steps to keep you in that range long enough to, to be the great person you've been called to be, to, to mine out your destiny. Because today... Uh, people the, the, the world changes we know it and it's going to take innovative people to really you know mine out the greatness that still remains in this in this universe there, there's a lot of untapped resources people and and you're going to get visions and, and promises you know from God and, and through prayer through fasting through you know dreams and those things are going to change the very course of how we, how life as we know it exists and you can't be afraid. You got to go for it. So I offer to you today my book, The Power of Conquering Fear. You can buy it at www.lulu.com/mwmiller18. That's www.lulu.com/mwmiller18. And get this book today. Get get a copy for a friend. And trust me, you won't regret it. It'll be a book that changes your life. Hello, and we're back. That first song uh, was a, a song I, I've grown to really love. It actually inspires me to do great things. Um, it's called Work Your Faith by Jay Moss. You know, Jay Moss is one of my favorite artists. Um, that song has really inspired me to do some great things at times where I didn't feel like um, I didn't even know greatness was still left in me. And, you know, I, I wanted to share that with you tonight um, just to to fire you up because, like I said, I know some, some people right now are battling things they, they won't even want to talk about in public. But you can listen to this show tonight and know that somebody hears you, that God loves you, and he sent somebody here tonight who has a heart to um, get you to a place where you can create and, and sustain and maintain a championship standard of living for yourself because the life of your dreams is absolutely wonderful and you deserve it. And I'll say that again. The life of your dreams is absolutely wonderful and you deserve it. And I want everybody who can hear the sound of my voice right now to, to know that uh, uh, I pray for you. Whether you believe it or not, I pray for each and every one of you who, who hear my voice. Some of you I've, I will never meet in person, but I'm on assignment to help you realize the life of your dreams. And it is my prayer that every time I step up and do what I'm supposed to do, that it blesses your life tremendously. So 
take these shows as a piece of my heart that I'm actually pouring my heart out to you because I want to see you make it. I want to hear get an email from somebody saying that this show absolutely was the catapult and a catalyst that got them to the next level for something. I want to wanted to be when you hear these shows that stuff breaks loose for you. So continue to reach out to me. Let me know how we're doing. You can reach out to me at facebook.com slash Miles W. Miller. That's M-Y-L-E-S-W-M-I-L-L-E-R. You can also reach out to me at Twitter, uh, on Twitter at twitter.com slash Miles W. Miller. That's, again, M-Y-L-E-S-W-M-I-L-L-E-R. I still use MySpace. You can reach out to me at MySpace, myspace.com slash Miles W. Miller. Also, you can email me. You can email me at mileswmiller at gmail.com. You can also leave uh, comments here on the Blog Talk Radio site at blogtalkradio.com slash mileswmiller. People, without a shadow of a doubt, I love what I do. I love the fact that I that we come here each and every week, whether it's live or via the podcast. And I, I pour my heart and soul out to you, and I know that it's it's effective because you keep coming back. And I thank you. So I, I ask you this week, tell two or three friends about the show. Send them the, uh, a link to the show and let them know that this show exists because we, wanna, we want more people to be exposed to what it is we're doing here. We've got some great things uh, brewing. i got some great shows on deck uh, that are designed to help you get to where you're supposed to be. You're supposed to be on top, not on bottom. Above and never beneath. The lender and never to borrow, and that's that's where I'm taking you. That's where my plan is to take you. So let us know how we're doing. Let us know what you want to see more of, because we have so much content on on deck. And also, just like I said, just let your friends know this show exists. Tell them that creating a championship standard of living comes on live every Saturday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. But enough of that. I want to go forward into the show. I want to give you um, this week's. Uh, Divine interventions. You know, each week I give you a divine intervention or a scripture from the Bible that um, correlates with the lesson and also is designed to fire you up. It's designed to, to get you going in the right direction. So um, I'm going to give you three of them this week because I, we're going someplace here, and I really think that these three scriptures together will absolutely um, magnify what it is you're doing. So there are three things I want to, uh, three points I want to get out to you tonight. And the first point is that we are living in an abundant universe. No matter what the situation may look like right now, you know we're, we're supposed to walk by faith and not by sight anyway. So we're never supposed to get caught up with what a situation looks like. For instance, right now, it's raining profusely here in Atlanta, Georgia. But I'm not shaken by the rain because I still have things to do. So I'm still going to travel. I'm still going to go where I need to go. But I'm not going to be moved by the rain. So... No matter what the situation looks like, no matter what you're going through, you have to understand that you are created in the likeness and image of God, that God created you to do some powerful stuff here on this earth, dynamite stuff here on this earth. And no matter what the situation looks like, no matter what people may say, no matter what people may think, you have been put here to do some absolutely dynamite stuff. You know, the title of this series is called Overcoming Hard Times. Some of you out there right now have, you know, are going through foreclosures and, and you know, you have been greatly affected by uh, a company downsizing or just completely shutting down or, you know, things of that nature. Could be issues going on in the family. Could be issues going on in your body. Could be whatever the case may be. I'm coming here tonight to give you good news that rejoice because God has already overcome the world. God has already overcome your enemy. Everything that would be coming against you, God has already overcome it. Already, It's already done. The enemy may be a 
a worthy adversary, but he's already a defeated foe. So you have to stay in confidence and understand it. So I'm going to give you these three divine adventures for this week, and I want you to just meditate on them throughout the week and think about them. Because, I, because once you see this, I believe it's going to shake something loose for you. Because, like I said, hard times weren't designed for us. Yeah, trials and tribulations, they do come, but it wasn't meant for us to be in extended hardships. So we're going to shake loose tonight. We're going to get loose tonight. We're going to, we're going to move forward with power and with might tonight, starting tonight. So our first divine intervention comes from Psalm 35 and 27. And I'm going to read each of these from the King James Version of the Bible. And it start, it reads, Let them shout for joy and be glad that favor my righteous cause. Yea, let them say continually, continually, let the Lord be magnified, which hath pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. I'll read that again. Let them shout for joy and be glad that favor my righteous cause. Yea, let them say continually, let the Lord be magnified, which have pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. Okay, I'm going to read the next one to you now. The next one, I get, we get it from John 1 and 14. And it reads, And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory, the glory as the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. And finally, from 1 Peter 5 and 7. And we're going to read this to you from the Amplified Version, actually. Casting the whole of your care, all your anxieties, all your worries, all your concerns, once and for all, upon him. For he cares for you affectionately and cares about you watchfully. I'll read that again. Casting the whole of your care, all your anxieties, all your worries, all your concerns, once and for all, on him. For he cares for you affectionately and cares about you watchfully. The point I'm trying to make tonight, people, is this. Tough times don't last always, but tough people do. But understand this, that in this abundant universe that we are, that we are blessed to be a part of, that God still delights in the prosperity of his servants, those who have submitted themselves to him, those who are not afraid to declare Jesus Christ as Lord, those people who are going forth in their purpose, in their divine purpose. He wants to see you blessed. He wants to see you prosper. He wants to see you free and clear of any negativity, anything that could, could hold you back. He's, he wants to see you as the head, not the tail, the first, not the last lender, and not the borrower, because that's how he created you. That's how he created us. We're creating the likeness and image of God. So he wants to see us prospering. Not so we can say, look at all the stuff I have, but look at how good our God is. Look at what we can do now. We can do more. We can do way more things if we're not worrying about how we're going to pay the light bill. We can do way more things if we, can, if we don't have to be concerned about, you know, where, where we're going to get the money for the groceries. We can do way more things. We can, we can impact way more lives if we don't have to worry about how we're going to get to and from our job. We can do way more things. So it's it's a delight to God when we don't have to worry about those things. When we don't have to believe God for a light bill. When we don't have to believe God to pay off a you know a mortgage. 
he delights in our prosperity because our prosperity puts us in a place where we are open to not be contained by the things that go on in the world, by you know the day to day operations of life. The day the day to day operations of life should, should we should watch over them, but we shouldn't be so bogged down with them that it it challenges our you know our spiritual walk or our emotional walk or a mental walk, whatever the case may be. Because I can tell you right now, uh, firsthand knowledge: if you ha- are having emotional problems, it's going to affect your money. If you are having spiritual problems, it's going to affect your money. If you're having physical problems, it's going to affect your money. So if you're having any type of problem, it, it will affect your money. And if you're having money problems, it affects everything else. So God did, did not design us to be ensnared by that. So he delights in our prosperity. Now, after we, we get to that, that revelation that He that God is okay with us being in, in abundance, living in abundance, then the next scripture was, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. Guess what? The words that come out of your mouth, you're going to see. They're going to manifest. They're going to. They're going to. They are going to come into the earth. So you have to be very careful what you allow yourself to speak out. You have to watch what you're speaking out of your mouth. So once you understand that God delights in the prosperity of His servant, guess what? Now you speak out things that cause you to operate in abundance. No matter what, remember we said before, no matter what the situation looks like, God has already defeated this situation. So now we're only confirming what he's already done. So we want to speak out powerful things. No matter what this situation looks like, I am the head, not the tail. I'm the first, not the last. I'm the lender and not the borrower. The life of my dreams is wonderful and I deserve it. Everything that I am is beautiful and whole. I am complete. I am healthy. I am strong. I am wealthy. Guess what? It may not it may not appear today, but it, it, those words are going to appear in my life because I've spoken them out. You do the same thing. Speak out what it is you want. You know when we do the visualization segment each week on the show, I have you to, to make some affirmations, speak out some affirmations. Because every time you speak that out, there are forces at play that we can't see that respond to our, our words. And when we speak out words in in faith, they're going to move. So whatever you are believing, you're going to see it. All things are possible to him that believe. So you have to be really careful what you believe because whatever it is you believe, you're going to see it. Your mind will not be proven wrong. So watch the words that are coming out of your mouth. I'm taking a little bit of extra time here with this because I want I really want you to get this. I want you to see this. So you, you understand that God delights in the prosperity of his servants. In understanding that, in understanding that, the word your words will manifest. So you have to watch what you're speaking. So you want to speak from a place of abundance. And finally, you cast all your cares upon God because he cares for you. He doesn't want us bogged down. Again, he doesn't want us bogged down with the day-to-day operations of, of life. That should be the least of our concerns. We should be able to almost put that as part of our lives on autopilot and go forward in our purpose, go forward in our destiny. Because our destiny is way more important than paying a bill. Our destiny is way more important than showing up to a job every day. Our destiny is way more important to than to be depressed and, and laid up on the hospital somewhere because, you know, things are going on in our body because we, we're stressed out and depressed and hurt and, and, you know, emotionally damaged. You know, it's time out for people not having uh, wonderful lives. It's, it's time out for our relationships not to work. It's time out for that. You know, we are here to do some dynamite stuff. We weren't put here to be punching bags. We weren't put here to be emotional um, Samsonite carriers. <laughs> 
you know, we weren't, we're not, that's not our assignment. Our assignment is to do wonderful things on this earth. We were put here to have dominion and subdue the earth. That means to take territory. That means to put things in order. And everything that comes against you, everything that, that in your day-to-day operations of life that are not in order come to distract you from your purpose and your destiny. So therefore, it is an, it is utterly important that each day that we cast our cares upon God because he cares for us and he wants to see us whole. He delights in our prosperity. So speak out what it is you want to see. Speak out what it is you want to see your life look like. The life of my dreams is wonderful and I deserve it. I say that every day, often. I, even last night I began saying that everything that I am is beautiful and whole. I attract beautiful and whole people. I attract beautiful and whole situations. I attract beautiful and whole um, opportunities. Everything that I am is beautiful and whole. In fact, I want everybody just to stop for a minute. I want you just to relax for a minute. I want we're gonna we're gonna take about two minutes. I want everybody just to start saying it. Everything that I am is beautiful and whole. 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 Everything that I touch is beautiful and whole. Everything that I come in contact with is beautiful and whole. I attract that which is beautiful and whole. Everything that I am is beautiful and whole. Every part of my existence is beautiful and whole. Every part of my experience experience is beautiful and whole. Everything that I am is beautiful and whole. Everything that I am is beautiful and whole. People, just keep confessing it over your life. Every day that you wake up, do, do it hundreds of times a day. Because faith comes by hearing. So whatever it is you're hearing, you're going to, it's going to become your belief system. Any area in your life right now that may be hard, I'm going to I'm going to do this. I'm I'm shifting gears a little bit here. I got a dynamic show plan for you. I'm still going to get into it, but I want to do this. I actually have a book here that my dad gave me from a long, long time ago. He actually um, was studying uh, personal development, 
at an early age himself, and he actually gave me some of his old books. And this book is called Divine Remedies. It's from the Unity Church. And on page number 20, it talks about um, allowing God's spirit in. And I want to read this uh, affirmation to you, and I want you to to repeat it after me uh, after I read it to you once. The free-flowing spirit, spirit being capitalized, representing God's spirit, the free-flowing spirit of life is now active in me. The love of God permeates my entire being, cleansing, freeing, and harmonizing both mind and body and establishing divine order. So one thing that you'll hear me talk about a lot is you hear me say that I release divine love into a situation, because especially a hard situation, because love dissolves hardness. Love covers a multitude of sin, but it also dissolves and, and, and releases uh, healing. So any area of your life that's hard, that's hardened, you know, this is, this is a perfect affirmation to speak to it. The free-flowing spirit of life is now active in me. The love of God permeates my entire being, cleansing, freeing, and harmonizing both mind and body and establishing divine order. The free-flowing spirit of life is now active in me. The love of God permeates my entire being, cleansing, freeing and harmonizing both mind and body and establishing divine order. The free-flowing spirit of life is now active in me. The love of God permeates my entire being, cleansing, freeing, and harmonizing both mind and body and establishing divine order. The free-flowing spirit of life is now active in me. The love of God permeates my entire being, cleansing, freeing, and harmonizing both mind and body and establishing divine order. The free-flowing spirit of life is now active in me. The love of God permeates my entire being, cleansing, freeing, and harmonizing both mind and body and establishing divine order. The free-flowing spirit of life is now active in me. The love of God permeates my entire being, cleansing, freeing, and harmonizing both mind and body and establishing divine order. I want to read a couple more of these affirmations because I I really think these are powerful things. Like I'm really big on affirmation. I'm really big on speaking the world that you want to see. And I believe that in hard times, one thing that happens a lot of times is that people get caught up in a situation. They get caught up in, in things. Sometimes it may not even be your fault. It may not even be your responsibility. It may be some things that people may have said to you. So what we're doing now is that we're releasing love. We're saying things in love right now to release into those situations, to re- to soften hardness. Anywhere there's hardness in your life, we want it softened and we want it to dissolve. There should be no hardness in any area of your life. You'll see that a lot of people who get sick or, or suffer illnesses, they're fighting hardness in their lives. They're fighting some sort of hardness. It's a known fact that unforgiveness and anger 
will trigger cancer cells to to grow in size at a rapid rate. This this these are studies that have been done in major institutions like MIT. So we understand that our emotions affect our bodies and it affects everything else. So we're saying these affirmations. This is this is an intangible towards overcoming a hard time. And I want to give you a recap on last week, but I felt led to do this at at this moment now. So we're going to continue with the affirmations here. Um, there are a couple more affirmations I want to read to you. Another one here uh, on page twenty one of Divine Remedies. Uh, it, it reads, "Through the Christ in me, I am compassionate, tender-hearted, humble, and kind. I love my fellow men." And in all ways, I work in harmony with the Spirit of God to do good to everyone. A lot of times, people may have made mistakes that they didn't even intend to make. And I, I can account for, for several myself. I've made some mistakes sometimes that, that have affected my friends and my family in, in very grievous and just unfair ways. And I've repented. I've asked God to forgive me for those those things. But sometimes, you know, people we can deal with guilt sometimes, and that guilt is not a thing that's going to promote a championship standard of living. Guilt will actually destroy your 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 confidence. It'll destroy your psyche. It will destroy everything you have going towards creating that championship standard of living. So, what I do now is I I every day I get up, and sometimes if, if there's something that may be um, pressing against me to try to take me back to a place that I once was, I'll continue to affirm that I allow divine love to soften that hardness. Even if it's a person who I know may be still holding a grudge towards me, I'll release divine love into that situation and allow divine God's divine love to soften that situation. So here's a here's we'll read this affirmation again. Through the Christ in me, I am compassionate, tender hearted, Humble and kind. I love my fellow men. And in all ways, I, I work in harmony with the Spirit of God to do good to everyone. Through the Christ in me, I am compassionate, tenderhearted, humble, and kind. I love my fellow men. And in all my ways, I work in harmony with the Spirit of God, to do everyone good. Through the Christ in me, I am compassionate, tenderhearted, humble, and kind. I love my fellow men. And in all my ways, I work in harmony with the Spirit of God to do good to everyone. Through the Christ in me, I am compassionate, tenderhearted, Humble and kind. I love my fellow man, and in all my ways I work in harmony with the Spirit of God to do good to everyone. Here's another. I'm actually, there's a few more I actually want to read. Now that I'm looking, I'm seeing more that I want to uh, share with you here. Um, so just, this is, this is what I want you to do today. Take notes on this. Affirmation is powerful. It's a very powerful tool. Your mouth is one of the biggest tools you'll ever have in your life. So it it matters what you're speaking out. You want to always speak things of to empower yourself. You want to always speak things to empower your environment. You want to always speak things to empower the people around you. Even if there's somebody that that you may love and you may have been having a hard time with them, again, release divine love into that situation. Sometimes you gotta, you know, 
jump out of the boat and call somebody that, that you may not want to talk to. They may have been called, giving you grief. Whatever the case may be, just release divine love into that situation. And guess what? Even if they don't respond favorably, at least you tried, and you can get that off your shoulders. Because tonight we're talking about we're, we're releasing the emotional aspect of it. We're releasing the mental aspect of it. We're releasing everything that would cause you to have the hard times because everything that you see in your environment is a, it is a byproduct of what's going on in your mind. And if you can change your mind, you can change your world. You can change your entire environment by just changing your mind. So I'm trying to get you to change your mind tonight just by speaking out the life that you want. We're going to go into visualization um, before the night's over. And just, you know, we, I just want you to en envision yourself living life to the fullest. Live full, live free. Live full, live free. That's one of my, my new uh, mantras. Live full, live free. Because I can tell you right now, I have not lived full, and I have – I've regretted some things in life. Sometimes just sitting on the bench watching everybody else live and have fun and enjoy life has irritated me to the point now where I'm like, you know what? I am a champion. I want to live, and God has given me the right to live. He He said that, you know, he sent his only begotten sons here so we can have life and have it more abundantly. So it's time to move out. It's time to, to, to be everything we've been called to be. If you have a, a dream or passion or goal, now's the time. So I'm going to continue to give you these affirmations and keep that in your mind that this is your time. Your time has come. Your time is right now. Your time has come. Your time is right now. Your time has come. Your time is right now to be everything that you've been called to be. But continuing with the affirmation, um, here's another one, I think, another cleansing affirmation. Uh, it reads, the purity and the strength of Christ within me, with, excuse me, within, now cleanse my thoughts and my whole organism. I am harmonized and vitalized through and through. I am satisfied, for in my flesh I see the purity, order, peace, wholeness, and perfection of God. The purity and the strength of the Christ within now cleanses my thoughts and my whole organism. I am harmonized and vitalized through and through. I am satisfied, for in my flesh... I see the purity, order, peace, wholeness, and perfection of God. The purity and the strength of the Christ within now cleanses me, my thoughts and my whole organism. I am harmonized and vitalized through and through. I am satisfied, for in my flesh I see the purity order, peace, wholeness, and perfection of God. The purity and the strength of the Christ within now cleanses my thoughts and my whole organism. I am harmonized and vitalized through and through. I am satisfied, for in my flesh I see the purity, order, peace, wholeness, and perfection of God. The purity and the strength of the Christ within now cleanses my thoughts and my whole organism. I am harmonized and vitalized through and through. I am satisfied, for in my flesh I see the purity, order, peace, wholeness, and perfection of God. 
people, I, I really want you to get this. I really, I really hope that you're really getting this. And it, if the, if what we're doing tonight is really impacting you, I want you to to let me know this because we're going to do more affirmation shows. I want to do more shows just just strictly about affirmation, about releasing, uh, using your mouth as to to create the life of your dreams. That is the biggest tool you have next to your mind. After you've created the, the vision in your mind, your mouth is the biggest tool you'll use that you'll have in creating the championship standard of living for yourself. I'm just, you know, I'm reading through this book here, and I just wanted to share. There's a couple more things I wanted to share with you, but I'm only going to give you one because we're going to go to visualization in, in, in a moment. Um Actually, no, I'm not going to give you that. I'm going to, I'm going to hold that for next week. Um, I want to do this. I want to take you to another break. I'm going to take you to a motivational moment, and then we'll be right back because I, I got some more things I definitely want to get to you tonight. But we're going to do more affirmation. I, I, I like the way the, the flow of how everything is going right now, so we're going to do more affirmation. But I'm going to take you to a motivational moment. Then I'll give, come back and give you a, a recap of last week, and then we're going to finish up um, for this week. Stay tuned to creating a championship standard of living. You know that complaining is one of the absolute worst things you can do with your time. As a winner, as a champion, as a game changer, your goal is to use your words effectively. The power of life and death is in your tongue. And you must always choose the very, 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 very best words you can because the very best words will create the very best life that you so desire. See, I always have a saying that the life of your dreams is wonderful and you deserve it. But you'll never reach the life of your dreams. You'll never reach your goals. You'll never reach your passions. You'll never accomplish any great thing if you're always whining, complaining, talking about what you don't have, talking about what's not working right, talking about who's against you. Use your words to empower yourself. Use your words to empower your environment. Use your words to empower everything and everyone around you. And guess what? You'll see your environment change. I guarantee it. It's just a matter of you getting your mind focused on the things you do want. And when you focus on the things you do want, you'll start speaking those things out more frequently, more often, and more powerfully. I'm Miles W. Miller, and I'm here to encourage you. Don't ever give up. Don't ever quit on your dreams. Hello, and we're back. I want to give you also, <laughs> I got so carried away. I, I really was enjoying what we're doing. I, I felt power being released. I feel like people are being... Your lives, the people's lives are being changed. That you know, we're we're presenting some powerful tools here. The power of life and death is in your tongue. Those who love it shall eat the fruit thereof. So whatever you're speaking out of your mouth, you're going to see the fruit of it. So if it's something that you that you believe that you'll enjoy, speak it out. Speak it out as much as you can. Whatever it is you want, speak out what it is you want. But don't stop allowing yourself to to get carried away and speak out things you don't want because that that does not benefit anyone involved. So I'm going to give you the presidential wisdom for this week, which, you know, each week I give you a presidential wisdom or a quote from our 44th president, President Barack Obama. And this week's presidential wisdom is, we proved that we are still a people capable of doing big things and tackling our biggest challenges. Repeat that. We proved that we are still a people capable of doing big things and tackling our biggest challenges. 
we prove that we are still a people capable of doing big things and tackling our biggest challenges. And that's this week's divine intervention. Excuse me. <laughs> that's this week's presidential wisdom. And uh, we're moving forward now. I got about 13 minutes left, so I'm going to give you a quick recap of last week. Last week I gave you the blueprint or the game plan for how to overcome hard times. And I'm going to uh, reiterate each step. There's eight steps to give you a new beginning to overcome hard times and just keep moving out into your destiny, out into your purpose, doing the things that you were called to do versus just accepting things for as they are. So um, the very first thing that you'll need to do to overcome hard times is to acknowledge and call forth all that is God in and around you. Acknowledge and call forth all that is God in and around you. So basically you want to call on the fact that you are creating the likeness and image of God and that everything that he created was wonderful. And his spirit is in you and around you. So you want to you want to always remind yourself that you're never alone in the situation. I don't care if people forsake you. God said he'll never forsake you. Your mother and your father can forsake you, but God never will. Your friends may not be there, but God is always there. You, you may not have a person praying for you on the earth, but, you know, Jesus is praying for you in, in heaven. So you acknowledge everything that is God, You call and you call it forth. Not only do you acknowledge it, but you call it forth. You, you, you acknowledge it by honoring and thanking it, but you call it forth because you want to call forth the power of God. So you're, you're, you're calling forth everything that's in you and around you that's God. That's where affirmation comes in. That's where scripture comes in. So you want to you want to be well versed in in things that you're going to need for your situation. So whatever it is, whatever your situation may call for, it's real simple. Go to the Bible and find out find a scripture that that completely talks about that, and find another scripture and find another scripture. And then what you want to do is you want to read those scriptures out loud. And you want to write, write it out as a confession. So at that point, you've been, you're, you're going to acknowledge and call forth all that is God in you and around you. Secondly, you acknowledge the problem and give your attention to the solution. Acknowledge the problem and give your attention to the solution. Acknowledge the problem and give your attention to the solution. You see, we didn't say we give our attention to the problem. We acknowledge the problem. We, we understand that the problem is something that needs to be solved. And I've been reading some new uh, literature this week uh, from one artist. Uh, artist. I'm going to call him an artist. He's, a, he's definitely an artist at what he does. Uh, author Joe Vitale, who was uh, featured in The Secret, and he talks about putting a, a problem at the top of the page and then just coming right behind it with solutions, possible solutions, possible solutions. Actually, it was Earl Nightingale um, and talking about solutions. So what you want to do is that – you acknowledge the problem, which means you're not saying that you're not going blind of the problem. You give the problem the respect it deserves, and then nothing more. The only thing, the only thing the problem deserves is the fact for you to re, to acknowledge it, and then it should know that it's going to get put to sleep because you are a solution magnet. You are a solution magnet. You are a solution monger, which means the commodity that you deal in is solutions. The commodity that your mind is geared towards dishing out towards any situation is solution. So no matter what you face, solutions coming forth. So that problem is only being acknowledged to let it know that its its day is over, because you are a solution powerhouse and you're getting ready to unleash on it everything that, that's inside of you. That's God. 
You've already called you've already called for the, the assistance. So God's Holy Spirit is now with you to give you the solution or solutions or the steps. Everything you're gonna need is already there when you call it forth. So step one, acknowledge and call forth all that is God in you and around you. Step two, acknowledge the problem and give your attention to the solution. Because where attention goes, power flows. Your power's gotta to flow towards the solution. It's gotta to flow towards that which is gonna solve the problem. After that, then you have to change your mind. Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, as it says in Romans. Change your mind. So the, situ- the mindset that got you into the problem is not qualified to solve the problem. The mindset that got you into the problem is not qualified to solve the problem. You've got to change your mind to get out of that place. So you're already in the place where you're giving your attention to solution. Now you've got to give your mind to solution. Your mind is a, is a playground for solutions. It's a place where dreams are made of. Your mind is, is, is responsible for what you see. So if you don't like what you see, change your mind. And after you change your mind, see, after you have a, a mind change, the next step is to change your confession. So once your mind changes, that means the, the image that you, images that you see going on inside of your head, in your imagination, once those things change, it automatically will change your confession. If you're seeing goodness and greatness in your life, in your mind, guess what? It has a, it'll follow in your speech. So at that point, now you're speaking out what you want to see. You're speaking out that the life of my dreams is wonderful and I deserve it. I'm speaking out that I see myself driving that Rolls Royce Ghost. I'm speaking out that I see myself married with a wonderful family. I, I'm speaking it out because I see it in my mind. I'm speaking it out. I'm speaking out that I, that I am financially abundant, that I am solvent financially, that I can give to charitable events all, all over the world. I see it, so I speak it out now. So I've changed my confession. So the hard times don't last always. Tough times don't last always, but tough people do. So you've got to get tough in, in your spirit and understand that you are better in this situation. You're greater in this situation because God has already won this battle for you. He's in you and around you. So you've already been empowered to go through this. And after you change your, your, your mind, you change your confession, you devise a plan to get you to the solution. Devise a plan to get you to the solution. Devise a plan to get you to the solution. Now that you 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 unleash the the power of God in this situation, you called it forth and you acknowledged it, and it's now with you, and you have access to it, and you acknowledge the problem for what it is, and your attention is flowing towards the solution, and your mind has changed, so you're you're, you're there's not going to be any blemishes now, and your confession has changed. So now you're speaking out what it is you want. The plan will always come to you. You'll start, you'll be able to, in that place right there, you're able to devise a plan because now you, your your mind is locked, your mouth is locked, your your spirit is locked on winning. Now what you do is sit down as a, like a general and come up with a game plan to lead you to victory. Well, the hard part is already done. At that point, you've already called forth the power of God. You've already given your attention to the solution. You've already changed your mind that a solution is even is possible. So you're actually even envisioning the solution. And you change your confession so that now you're confessing solutions. So now you're at a place where you can sit down and just brainstorm and come up with ideas and put together a plan that's going to get you to that place that you see in your mind that you've already spoken out into reality. Because guess what? Reality is subject to what you tell it to be. 
reality is not my reality is not subject to what you tell it to be. It's subject to what I tell it to be. So if you speak out something over my life that I don't agree with, I don't have to accept it. Because trust me, if it's something I don't agree with, I'm not going to accept it. <laughs> and you have to be like that. You have to be be strong like that. Now you can't let anything or anyone speak out things over your life to destroy you or set you back. You have to know what it is you want. So again, once you've spoken out the the things you want that that you see going on from that picture in your mind, and you've now sat down and you're brainstorming, you come up with a, a game plan, actually a, a solution. A plan, excuse me, a plan of action to get you to the solution. Now you go back and you visualize yourself being successful with that plan. Continue to visualize yourself being successful with that plan. Because the more you see it in your mind, the more real it becomes, the more tangible it becomes. And you'll start you'll start running it back and forth in your mind. You'll start seeing things that you can change on the on the fly. And after you've done that, create a symbol of your intended success. Create a symbol of your intended success. Create a symbol of your intended success. A symbol will serve as a visual replica of the, of your faith and your belief. So what the symbol is, is, is like it's prophetic symbolism. You're prophesying this thing into existence. You're speaking this thing into existence, and you're proving it to yourself as a, a symbol of your faith. To, to, to whatever the case may be. For instance, I told you there's a car that I want. And the car that I want, I went and got the key for it. Well, actually, I didn't go get the key for it. I had to order it because you couldn't just buy it on. You couldn't just buy it in the store. It, it was because it's a it's a high end car. I actually ha- I actually possess the key to it now. So now not only do I believe that I'm going to get this car, I see the key. They actually take the keys with me everywhere I go. I have this key to this car with me everywhere I go. So now this symbolism, every time I reach into my pocket, it can, it reminds me that this is where I'm going. I'm going to drive this car, and I'm going to drive this car real soon. Because I see it, and it reminds myself every day that it's possible. Every time I touch it, it becomes that much more tangible to me. And you got to do something like that. Whatever the case may be, it could be if it's a house, it could be to get a picture of a house, and every day you, you lay hands on the house, and you and you call it forth. You, you thank God for that, the fact that he's, brought, he's delivered you out of the situation you're in, into this beautiful home. Whatever the case may be, create a symbol of your intended success. It's the same thing of, of creating a vision board. And after you've done all that, after you've acknowledged and called forth all that is God in you and around you, after you have acknowledged the problem but given your attention to the solution, after you have changed your mind towards the solution, after you have changed your confession towards the solution, after you have devised a plan towards the solution, after you have visualized yourself being successful and after you have created a symbol of your intended success, the eighth and final piece of the puzzle, anchor yourself in faith and belief. Anchor yourself in faith and belief. Anchor yourself in faith and belief. In other words, faith comes by hearing hearing by the word of God. That's why I spent so much time today with those three divine interventions. It was my goal to fire up your faith, to know that God delights in the prosperity of, of his servants, those who have committed their lives to him. That when you speak a word out of your mouth, it can it will manifest. And that if there is something going on in your world right now, 
give it to God because he cares for you. He wants to take that from your experience. Stay anchored in faith because guess what? Faith is the necessary tool to please God and get God's attention. But what you believe makes it possible. So you have to stay anchored in that which pleases God and that which is possible. The realm of possibility is a place where God dwells. The currency in the realm of possibility is faith. So you have to stay anchored in those things because those are things that are going to move the life of your dreams from the spirit into the natural. So i got a minute left. I want to thank each and every one of you for being here tonight. I love you all. I'm constantly praying for you. If anything that I've been saying has been a blessing to you, let me know. Reach out to me. Leave comments. Let us know how we're doing here. Um, again, to my fellow um, listeners in um, Japan, we're praying for you. We're praying for God to show up and show out there and, and heal your land. We we love you. We send blessings and we send our support to you. Um, to all everybody out there who can hear my voice, uh, whatever charitable uh, things you can do for Japan, by all means do so. Um, this is a time of need, and this is a time where we step up and we support our fellow man. So on that note, people, I love you all. I'm praying for your absolute best. I'll see you next week here. We got a dynamic uh, month of April. We call it Authentic April. We're going to bring on guests that are going to show you how to live an authentic life. So on that note, I'll see you next week, starting the second quarter. And remember my motto and my mantra, my mantra and my motto. Don't ever give up. Don't ever quit on your dreams. Don't ever give up. Don't ever quit on your dreams. God bless you, and I'll see you next week.